I guess this is good news. Preet Banerjee was celebrating it, and it's. I think you'd have to work pretty hard to turn this into a downer story. Um, sometimes I think we overthink developments in the news. In this case, federal government says it's planning on offloading uh, up to half of its office buildings across the country. A lot of these buildings are in Ottawa, but they have 10 of them are in the national capital region, uh, are listed for disposal already, but they're moving toward putting all kinds of square footage on the market. And I guess the only downside in all of this is that we're probably not going to get a very good deal for these buildings because the, the reason they're being put on the market is because nobody else needs industrial properties. So maybe they can be repurposed. I was talking to somebody in the business the other day about how you repurpose an office building. And it's problematic, but I have to think also probably still better than building from scratch. But one of the issues is that imagine for a second a condo, and maybe you put 15 of them on a floor, in which case an industrial property, maybe it has two bathrooms on that floor. So you've got to replumb the whole joint, and then you've got to rewire the whole joint, and then you've got to insulate for sound and stuff like that. But still, you know, these are all things that can be accomplished, and it looks definitely like a lot of properties that are currently uh, industrial commercial are going to be turned into residents. It is a White Coat Wednesday, which means we get a visit from the doctor. Dr. Mitch Shulman is here. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you. There's a couple of things on your list of subjects today that are all about, I guess we, we could say, better brain health. And yep. running through middle age can keep your brain healthy and your neurons wired. Yeah, there are a series of studies in two different journals looking at the effects of running on people. And it turns out that once he's looking at animals, mice, rats, running in a treadmill and looking at their brains, and we won't go into details about how they looked into their brains, suffice it to say that when they looked at the um, uh, rats and mice that had been run in their little, little wheels on a regular basis, they found better connections within their brains as these mice aged and the preservation of certain connections that might not otherwise have been. They did the equivalent study in older people, but they didn't um, look at their brains in the same way, we'll say politely. And what they did was they tested their memory on certain things, and they actually put them in the uh, magnetic resonance, the um, machine that can look at your brain without radiating it. And in this case, functional magnetic resonance, where they actually see the circulation as your brain is doing various functions and thinking. And they were able to show the same thing, that as a result of running on a regular basis, aerobic exercise, basically moderate to vigorous on a regular basis, about 30 minutes um, every day or four or five days out of the week, that you were able to recruit new neurons, new connections, and preserve the ones that were already there in the key areas of the brain that are responsible for memory and all of that, and for the specific areas that seem to be most at risk for the different forms of dementia, including Alzheimer's. So very encouraging studies. Remember, this type of exercise we're talking about is you can carry on a conversation, but you couldn't sing your favorite song. 
as you're as you're exercising. So that gives you a sense of what vigorous uh, bursts of activity mean. And certainly, I'm not telling you to run right now, although if you can, go for it. Um, but you, if you, obviously, you want to do this safely. You want to build up to it. You don't want to hurt some part of your body in your attempts to save your brain. But yeah, more and more evidence coming from uh, all sorts of different places about the benefits of any form of aerobic exercise that gets you that your heart rate up like that. So whether it's walking, biking, uh, running on a treadmill, running outside, swimming, playing basketball with the friends, uh, any sport or any activity, uh, I strongly, and so do they, encourage it. All right. And speaking of age-related memory loss and staving it off, apparently tea, apples, and berries <laughs> could be very effective. Is that all about the, the famous antioxidants? Yes, the flav- dietary flavanols. And what's funny about this study, and the only reason I'm chuckling is the Mars Candy Company has a vested interest because they're really into chocolate in finding all sorts of uses for the flavanols. These are compounds that have antioxidant protective properties in them. And as you may know from previous conversations you and I have had about the benefits of dark chocolate, well, you'd have to eat a whopping quantity of dark chocolate to get the benefits, and I'm sure the Mars Candy Bar Company would be happy with that, but your waistline might not. And so they're trying to look at different ways where they can get those flavanols into you. So they have created a compound based on cocoa, um, uh, based on chocolate, that they gave to a certain number of people, and another half, they say half those people didn't get it, and they followed them over a period of time and found that those people who had low flavanols levels beforehand, given the supplement, had a benefit in terms of their memory. Now, it was the people with the poorer diet that really benefited the most in this study of the proceedings of the National Academies of Science. And so I think the major message is exactly what you were saying. Colorful fruit Colorful vegetables, and I mean naturally colorful fruit and vegetables. I'm not talking about maraschino cherries. I'm talking about peppers and carrots and and, and tomatoes and berries of all different sorts. Um, the coloring is where the flavanols are found associated with and is part of the coloring, actually, sometimes. And so a diet that's, especially this time of the year, high in fruits and vegetables, very nicely colored fruits and vegetables, will do you a lot of benefit. And maybe one day a supplement will do as well, and maybe it will come from the Mars Chocolate Company, but I think we can wait for that. And I almost hesitate to ask you about this next headline, doctors talking about the most important virus you've never heard of. (laughs) Would I prefer not to hear of it? It really doesn't make a difference to you. It's the human metanumavirus, and I actually do know about it, not just because, well, I guess because I'm a doctor. So if you come in with what seems like a viral syndrome right now, so in other words, a sore throat, cough, runny nose, fever, you know, the whole usual, could it be the flu, could it be COVID, could it be a cold? Uh, one of the viruses we now test for and have been testing for for years is the human metanumavirus. It's just one of the viruses along with influenza, along with COVID, along with the many different cold viruses that can get you sick in that way. Um, the important function of, thing to know about it is it's exactly like flu or COVID in terms of transmissibility. 
in other words, how it gets spread. You won't know that you have human metanumavirus, um, and it won't really make a difference. If you're feeling sick, you isolate yourself, you don't expose others. You know, the usual safe precautions that you should be taking any time that you're sick. Um, but we need to know from an epidemiological point of view, it's spreading in a community, because not everybody may have immunity to it, and so we have to put up a few more protective barriers in the community. But from a practical point of view, Wash your hands. Stay away from people who are sick. Wear a mask if you must go out when you're sick. Otherwise, stay at home and get better. Dr. Mitch, thanks a lot. Good to have you. It's a pleasure. Have a great week. Dr. Mitch Shulman, I have to say, I think maybe I have P- We'll have to come up with another expression. It's not PTSD. But um, as Dr. Mitch reeled off all the things you can do to protect yourself against viruses and I guess bacteria as well, but mostly viruses, I was flashed back to the worst of the COVID crisis. And you'll remember that. I mean, we had to keep people informed. There was a reason why you couldn't work in an office place. There was a reason why people were afraid to go out. There was a reason why restaurants and bars were closed and people didn't have people at their homes. Um, But as we shared all that information day after day after day, it was distressing and wearying. And I'm glad we've moved beyond that. And whenever people say, well, you know, it's only a matter of time. Listen, the last time when it came to global flu pandemics, We made a good 100 years, so let's try to do that again, shall we? All right, coming up in the next half hour, over half of Canadians think or know, one can't say, but they report that the city or town they live in has become noisier. Has it genuinely become noisier out there? Going to talk to a specialist, somebody who actually their whole discipline is sounds in the city.